0: Do you have a great idea, but don't know where to start in creating it? Have you started an idea, but don't know what direction you need to take it in? Karma Comics and our team of creatives can help you take your creation from a simple idea to a masterpiece. Visit www.karmacomics.org and schedule an idea consultation. Let us foster your idea, empower your creativity, and manifest your legacy.
1: for tuning into another episode of full stop this is yours truly bringing you the news i've had the pleasure of speaking to a very close personal friend of mine an absolute brain on bread i hope you all love it without further ado we have chef tom Oh, well, you know, trying to kind of survive working family, what's up with you? Oh, uh, same, I guess. What's up? Let's, let's rock and roll. Let's let's get to the news. What's up? Talk to me. Uh, you're
0: going you're gonna to have to take the lead here, man. I've been doing nothing but working all weekend. We've really? You destroyed. haven't seen
1: anything? All right, so, you know, Texas uh, is, you know, bas- basically freezing over. Your boy Ted Cruz went down to Cancun and set Stay with his constituents. <laughs> man, that's something I do to my wife all the time. If she does not care
0: for it, don't care for it. I'm gonna have to ask you not for a first tech cruise that's my <laughs> boy. You're not a fan of rafael <laughs> No man, he is well you you saw my recent post online. No, like, man, I did I didn't see that shit. <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm going to take down multiple Blasio and prove it seems to be the (laughs) coin.
1: You are after the Blasio, man. I mean, I know you're a New Yorker, but Jesus, let the man live, you know? No, man. The problem is I am biased. I still love that city. Who's who's the best New York mayor to ever do it?
0: It's a tough call. I mean, if you want to go back for four more times, Laguardia seemed to do some things okay. that was kind of in, almost in the golden age, and at the same yeah. time, as Laguardia was doing things. You, you had that racist uh, Robert Moses running running the yeah. transportation, so yeah. that's kind of a tough call. Yeah. Ed Cox was hugely popular, but you know, New York was kind of he was really charismatic, but New York was on a downturn. Uh, my dad's got some personal relationships with David Dinkins, yeah, uh, I but, that
1: was,
0: but, but that was not a great period in New York either. And then you had a, a, America's Mayor, um, right. Mr.
1: Giuliani, who,
0: yeah. who, who seemed to do an amazing job in that era for concerning crime. But obviously,
1: the tactics might have been a little tough, but the results were
0: pretty good. And then. And now
1: we get to this point, he's an absolute lunatic. You know, I have a really skewed perception on, on Mr. Giuliani. I think his tactics may have been racist, but I think it's any statistician would tell you that that's probably the most brilliant way to tackle crime, because statistically, uh, they were able to target crime though it did target one specific type of person too so mm-hmm. you can call it yeah. statistics We can also call it statistics <laughs> i mean, I mean uh, I, 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 li- living in new york at that time we called it effective right but that might be some, <laughs>
0: right but that might because i you know i grew up a white korean neighborhood so yeah, right yeah so, uh, uh, that's a that's tough right call you and, and you know listen man don't, don't leave the latinos out they were talking just pretty
1: well yeah, I mean I, I usually do I don't know why I think we all do as a nation I think when it's about immigration we think latin immediately when that's not really the case in the country there are a lot of immigrants that aren't latin ok <laughs> let's be clear also you know when we talk about race we don't really think about brown people Um, We we just started to include black and brown, you know what I mean? But historically, we we meant both, but we only really talked about black. Um, Right, which is, we're a very black and white country. 100%, 100%. I totally agree. How's Biden doing? What do you think? Am I right or am I right? Or am I wrong? Or am I right? Repeat that me. How do you think Biden's doing? Am I right or am I wrong? Or am I right? I hate tough call. On one hand, I'm seeing so much
0: less coverage of, of him and what and what he's been doing early on. Mm. Um, you know, may, maybe this is a good thing that I've been so exhausted in Wisconsin work the last few weeks that I am not running towards the news as I normally do. I just, for the last time, maybe this, in this little micro, this little bit of the beginning of my Biden presidency, maybe I kind of represent uh America a little bit more and the fact that I'm not paying attention. Right. Um but but it maybe it's also a good thing that the president's not on Twitter every day. So it's just still a change we're getting used to. You know, my my gut is not even doing much. I'm paying attention less. There's less there's less out there like just bombarding me anyway. And, and you know, I'm not I'm not worried about him necessarily, you know, causing some deep rip right now. I'm not seeing the healing
1: that I'm looking for. But come on, i got, I got to give the man a chance. Yeah, I mean, I think the same chance that Trump did not have in the beginning, I think, is is being given to Biden because of his, you know, humility. I mean, he's like, hey, I'm just trying to do the work, you know what I mean? I'm not really trying to cause any problems. If you, if you want to impeach the guy, do it. I'm not going to give a statement on it. If you want to, you know, uh talk about the capital. I'll tell you that I, you know, completely condemn all that activity, but I mean that's for the DOJ. Like I'm gonna get to the work work. Um what I what I love about Biden, what I've noticed, um, you know everything I love about Biden. He's my favorite president. Um <laughs> One month in, it's incredible. One month in, but let me tell you, it's it's like when you can talk the talk and you've shown that you can somewhat walk the walk, that's almost more than any other president in history. I I would say there's very few that have talked the talk and actually been able to walk the walk completely. Um, FDR was able to talk the talk and walk the walk. He pulled the country out of two, three, four major crises. Every single year he was elected, there was a major crisis. You know what I mean? Um, Ulysses S. Grant, like he was able to keep the country together, keep the union together, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly you social know, he, equity. Um, we, you remember, oh, I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. It, it, Grant, you brought this up the last time we spoke, oh, and yeah. you
0: know, FDR, you know, might have brought us dangerously close to an American dictatorship as well. 100%. So, uh, though I think hindsight proves we needed it at that moment, <laughs> <horrible>, but that, <laughs> that,
1: that's scary. It's not, though, it's not. It's not a dictatorship. Cold personality, man. No, it's a dictatorship based off of the will of the people. Right? He had he had such a bombastic personality that he would not have been a dictator. He would have been an honor. Is, 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 <laughs> is,
0: is, is that what Bluffs is experiencing now? No. Y-
1: yes, yes, exactly, actually. Yes. Actually, yes. That That's exactly what America was on the verge of. But... You know, because of his, his death, people saw that, I mean, it, well, the Republicans were like, well, we can't have somebody like him be able to stay in office and keep, you know, make, enriching America. How dare he? How dare he continue to enrich America? Like, that's crazy. We need somebody, we need a different, you know, we need apples and oranges. We don't need just apples, right? When I understand that, but at the same time, FDR didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong when he was in office. He made some, some uh, weird mistakes, but, but he didn't do anything wrong with regards to the people. He, he was a, a man of the people. I, I think inter- Japanese internment might have been off his watch. Japanese internment was terrible, but and a lot of people could argue that it was somewhat necessary. Uh, I don't know that anyone can argue that that, that was necessary. But I don't I, think that's that, that I, agree was necessary, but if you have an, an attack on American soil and... You feel like the the specs the specs for and location of and you know um, all of the 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 briefings on Pearl Harbor were compromised because of Japanese spies. I mean, who are you supposed to trust? You can't trust anybody at that point. Now, my right. girlfriend is Japanese, them. and we we were just watching America in Color, and we saw this, and we were both disgusted by it. So I'm not saying that it was something that should have been done. I'm just saying one could argue that what are we supposed to do? Just let Japanese spies just roam about the country in wartime? Like, I, I mean... No, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly.
0: And in fact, every, everything you say on that is pretty much in line with my opinion. Um, and I know we're jumping all over here. Sure. But, you know, a lot of the time when we look at this, we look at these things in a revisionist way. And you and I having this conversation, it seems to me that we're two of the rare people that kind of don't. Right. You know, we, we, we look at internment, we, we look at um, the, the possible dictatorship of as of necessary things. And certainly, sure. interning the Japanese at that moment um, seemed like the only option because um, you didn't want a fifth column in the United States. Okay not really quite how we most people judge history
1: mm-hmm. I
0: agree. and certainly they
1: determined that the japanese wasn't terribly pleasant. it's not but they were able to get an apology faster than the native americans they were able to get an apology faster than any reparation for you know african americans they were able to get apologies faster than any latin or you know mexican country that america has single-handedly destroyed hawaii hasn't gotten an apology from the americans the Panamanians perhaps, have perhaps, an apology from the Americans. So, you know... Per, if, <laughs> perhaps it's because their infantry division in Italy was
0: perhaps the most highly decorated one in the European sphere mm-hmm. Could be some of that that there was some, some sort of loyalty. Or it could also be that... How much, of the, how much our apology is important in moving forward?
1: I don't think that they're... I don't, it never hurts to apologize. That's my philosophy. An never absolutely means shit to me it doesn't mean anything to me Right. but if, if you do that is the first step I say in, in recognizing that yeah we, we did do something that was not aligned with what we claim to be as a country not that what we are because we've never represented a country that is you know all inclusive and you know welcoming to people who don't have a particular skin tone okay let's be honest but if you apologize for the things that you've done and the per- the, the evils that were perpetrated, if the government itself apologizes for the, the evils that were perpetrated by its administration, they've taken responsibility for the history of America. Joe Biden has done that. That's why he's my favorite president even one month into his term. Okay, He's apologized for the things that he's done that's contributed to the, the, the division that is now so prevalent in America. He, any part that I played in it, I, you know I want to fix it <laughs> let me do the best I can to talk the talk at least. I don't know if he can walk the walk he has four years to do it but so far he goes let me let me apologize for my part and say that specifically black people specifically Latin people specifically Asians and you know Samoan and all the, all the other people let me let me try to do the best I can to fix it with the limited time that I have on this earth and in this office right That's why I love Joe Biden but let's talk about why. Um, the Japanese were able to get an apology first. Right? Please. Because they were able to get an apology first because they are pretty much seen as the... the, the What do you call it? Not the crop of the earth. Or the... the model minority. How do you The model minority. Thanks, babe. The model minority because <laughs> they, you know... Wait, is this is tag team? What is it? Yeah. <laughs> well, she's Japanese so she can see and say that shit. So... Um, you know, I what, what I'm saying is, I think that because they're such a highly touted race, and and they're known or touted as a master race, that they can get an apology, and, and those things can be kind of swept under some sort of some sort of rug. You know what I mean? Well, the the, the Koreans have some of that as being viewed as a minority, and I, I have,
0: have some some experience in that. Uh, it does alarm me that it's still. The Japanese, maybe not today, but not that distant future, didn't, in fact, see themselves as the master race. Mm. Uh, um, I don't know that the Koreans have that. So I've definitely met some racist Koreans in my time.
1: Well, I I think that, I mean, you you have to look at it as, like, they are probably one of the biggest perpetrators of that. The Korean War is basically fought on that principle. You know what I mean? Like it was fallen on the principle that they can do what they want because they are not like everybody else. you know what I mean? You, you, you mean the Japanese war in Korea? No, the, the American war in Korea that we interfered in. It was it was a it was a fight of race. It was a fight of superiority. It was. You it was, know what I mean? It was a fight of communism I, over. All know, right, that's you know, ideology because it, it was Korean on Korean skin. 100%. But it's that's why they they've split because one side of them of themselves think of them superior than the other. So along ideological grounds, not biological or racial. How, how can you how can you hear what what Kim Jong Un and his whole family bloodline honestly say about themselves and not think that there's some sort of superiority complex with with them being different than the Southern Koreans? Yeah, I, I I get that, and I, and I and I can't argue that. But it that's
0: more along kins of the lines of the uh, cult leader, hey, the cult of personalities, that the communist leader leaders were, because you know the the un family might have, uh, Kim Jong un families might have felt themselves superior to those around them, but I mean they weren't. I don't believe saying that the people north of the forty eighth parallel were superior to the people south of the 48th parallel racially it was our ideology
1: is better I'd have to do a little bit more research but I, I think it was you and me like, both I mean <laughs> what I love about you is that it's, it, it's a challenge because it challenges what I what I think I know compared to what I actually like know what I've read right so it's like do I know this for a fact or am I just did I read something and just make that assumption so it's 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 really interesting. I'm looking at that. Let's keep going because I know we don't have much time. Um, So where do we go in 2024? I need you to broadcast this for me. I need you to, to choreograph this. 2024. 2024,
0: the presidential election? Absolutely. Well, hey, your, your, your man uh, hasn't shown any signs of weakness yet. Mm-hmm. So I have just assume the Democrats are putting up the same ticket. Okay.
1: Same ticket? Biden's going to run again? I mean, do you think he's going to go on one term? He's got go I, I, cool. I think that is an absolute certainty. I'm almost, I'm almost ninety percent, about eighty eight percent sure that he's in twenty twenty two will announce that he is not going to be running in twenty twenty four. If depending on what happens with the House and the Senate in the twenty twenty two races, I think he's if we if the Democrats, I keep saying we, if the Democrats maintain a majority in the House and Senate in twenty twenty two, Joe Biden will announce that he will not be running for the presidency in twenty twenty four.
0: I can see that, you know, the Republicans seem to be throwing it away, as, as they always seem to be doing, mm. but then the center of the country somehow breathes life into them, because you would think after the Capitol stuff that they would just be falling apart, I mean, just yeah. so many people being well, it's so hard to thing. tell,
1: because it's really hard to tell whether or not these things are, that play into people's decision-making on whether or not they remain Republican or vote Republican, right? It doesn't seem like any any votes are lost here, so that's that's interesting, to me. Definitely. Maybe outside of the Trumpites, though, my gut is that those um,
0: religious right and financially conservative um, Republicans want um, very little to do with insurrection.
1: <laughs> yeah, I assume so too. <laughs> <laughs> Who's saying it's like well, that's good for the country? It's a cleansing. It's a you know keep the government on their toes. I don't think anyone's really saying that, right?
0: Maybe I, cool think, I think what I think what may be interesting is I, I did read something briefly this morning about uh, Merrick Garland and his confirmation, and it was a, br- a brief statement statement him basically saying if I am confirmed, I'm going to go after those white supremacists and those that. Um, committed insurrection at the Capitol you know, with mm. a full force and I and I sat back and I this is going to sound weird so care about the full time right? and I and I, and, and I was aghast for a moment and the reason I was aghast was my only experience with Merrick Garland was him getting railroaded out of a, a Supreme Court position um, and so I was thinking of him as a jurist and I was like I can't believe this jurist is basically saying is uh, taking a uh, prosecutorial view but mm. then it, it dawned on me like three minutes later I was talking it out with my wife I was like oh I'm dumb he's applying for a DA decision essentially yeah. he is the prosecutor go, go ahead full force because uh, you know those people need to be prosecuted the full force of the law 100% well, which brings me to how it's
1: handled politically in the next 18 months and how that's going to impact that next election like, I agree I agree with that 100%. I think the most important positions are going to be the um, the Office of uh, Management and Budget. Um, she's getting railroaded right now by some Republicans and Joe Manchin. And because of the history with Merrick Garland um, and him being snubbed for a Supreme Court seat, I, I think, understanding Merrick Garland as well as I do, he's been a D.C. District Court judge for... For most of his life okay so i think when something like that happens at the capitol i think he has a, a moral and personal responsibility i think he feels to go in as the department of justice head and to take to task the people who kind of infringed on his house okay because it, it, for merit it, it seems like someone infringed on his house because he's been the, the dc court judge for a long time and i think The reason why Biden chose Mayor Garland is because there's so much that can come or be extrapolated from D.C. with regards to Trump too. And I think Mitch McConnell alluded to that during his speech. That if you incite an insurrection, the Senate has a very specific Senate tool to remove and to disbar anyone from uh, or disqualify anybody from from. office, But there are also legal ramifications that Merrick Garland, I'm sure, would understand better than anyone else Biden could choose to get in the office. So the reason I think Biden is so staunchly saying, I'm going to let the DOJ do what the DOJ do, is because he knows Merrick Garland is one of those individuals, like you said, who is now going to be in a prosecutorial role and will take the task, everyone involved with the Capitol, including the insider, you know what I mean? And I think that that Merrick is... I think he's trying to be very delicate in not saying that specifically, but I think what he is saying and alluding to the American people that voted for Joe Biden um, with regards to want to see justice happen with, with regards to Trump is that I'm going to go at the Capitol rioters as hard as I can. Pretty much stating, yes, I'm going to go at the president, to the, the former president, too, because he you know, brought them there. You know, and he's saying it without saying it, and that's what I appreciate about merit. But um, what do you think is going to be a, a clean like through, or is is it going to be some some hard? Time? No,
0: it it, it it is never it is never that
1: simple. No. Um,
0: you know, at any time it should have been it should have been this past election cycle right. in, in in my mind where the Republicans were should have been virtually destroyed, and it still shocks me that forty eight percent of the election. That's crazy. I, I, I voted was for for that loon.
1: Yeah, I was
0: astonished. Yeah. And uh, I worry now where where the line is moving forward uh, for the Democrats. Of great, prosecute every single one of those fools that walk in there. I don't care what that dude's rotting in jail with his organic organic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's Talk about, about white privilege, hair. right? I mean, if I had to, if, you know, organic diet, they'd probably just give me a piece of lettuce and uh, a beating. Um, oh, dude, it, 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 it is unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I, I find that so. Are you kidding me? Um, <laughs> then don't eat. Let's find out how strong you are. Right? You know, I, a shaman. <laughs> Shamans don't even. Yeah. much Anyway,
0: <laughs> but where I worry is and prosecute all of them. Where I worry is where for the good of this country is the fine line of prosecuting Trump for his crimes mm. and versus going too far and the political fallout that will negatively impact the Democrats if the right doesn't see it as justice and a, and a, and a fair trial but more of, you know, dragging everyone through the mud to try to get a political result. And you know, <laughs> Never has that has the politics of this been more clear to me on the right hand side than, than than your boy, Mr. McConnell, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, and voting to acquit. I deserve that. Voting to acquit and then immediately coming out and saying he was guilty. Mm.
1: I think. Well, let me just be. This may be an unpopular opinion, but I would go at every single person I could damn the politics as, as hard as I could because, A, it's the right thing to do. And I don't because you we, that, have four years, gonna we have four through. years in the office, we have a four-year American Democratic president, okay? No, you, you're wrong because you just we told do. me. We, 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 we have, have four years, years. We do. For four it's years, we do. 18 months. 18 months to midterms. Well, I understand the midterm but we still have a Democratic president yeah. regardless of that result okay and there's and right. what I wouldn't want to do what I wouldn't want to do is lose the Democrats who feel like justice needs to be served because if you don't serve justice then you're playing politics if you don't serve justice you're playing politics because if somebody breaks the law you have to show if you really want to talk about equity, you really want to talk about the right thing to do? You really want to talk about like you unifying the country? Yes, unify the country under this the this, the simple fact that if you break a law, you get charged and you get a trial for it. Okay, that's what we I, can all unify I, under. <laughs> Number party politics. Let's talk. This all unify under the fact that if somebody storms a Capitol, no matter what color you are, <clears throat> color you are, excuse me, justice will be served for you. That's I, I, that's, that's I, equity, I
0: agree I agree I agree wholeheartedly however I worry about how again this electorate will, will see that whether it is equitable or not um, I, I have doubts and I'm not saying protect Trump in the name of politics I'm saying go after him with every bit of the law but you know it's never been a
1: strong point of ours in this nation to stop at the, at the right point. No, I understand. No, I, I, I said what I said, understanding that, yeah, I, I, like, politics is so intertwined and in I think every single person's being, whether you're political or not, that there there is a, a skew of what is the right thing to do based off of the greater good and what's the right thing to do based off of the rules that were created, right? I think we all need to unify under the rules. I don't think we need to have a personal stake in the ramifications of following the rules. I think we all should just unify under the rules. The rule of law. And if we all unify under the rule of law, then it doesn't matter what race you are. That's why Joe Biden said it himself. And I I hate to start quoting this (laughs) motherfucker too, right? But he said the reason why the statue is blind is because it's not supposed to see color. It's not supposed to see race. It's not supposed to see gender. It's not supposed to see anything. It's supposed to see... The what, what was written and, and the statutes and the ordinances and the laws and the misdemeanors, the felonies, the you know, the, the whole breadth of the law is supposed to be able to be brought down upon anyone. You know what I mean? Friend, I agree, but a friend of mine once, once told me it was about a lot of those laws were, were written with implicit bias built in. <laughs> he sounds like a smart guy. What I'm saying, what that guy. <laughs> What well, that guy would amend in his statement, and I'm sure I can speak on his behalf, is, I you can. <laughs> is that I think that in order to right the wrongs of that implicit bias is to get rid of that implicit bias, and, and, and that implicit bias shouldn't go off political instinct. That's how you get rid of the implicit bias, because you, you have to wipe out the political instinct. The political instinct is to, are we going too far with this guy even though he broke the law? Like in order to satiate, you know, 75 million people, they keep throwing that number out, it's definitely not 75 million. But in order to satiate 75 million people, should we just let it go? Like that's, impl- that's also a, a, a different type of implicit bias. It's a political absolvement. Of the law. And that's that's not how you carry out justice. That's just not how you do it. So, I, in my opinion, in order to do the right thing, you have to do the right thing. <laughs> and you have to get the politics out of it. And you have to like be able to be okay with taking the moral high ground in that we did everything we could to charge those who broke crimes. And if we lose seats in the house in 2022 at least we still have a democratic president for two more years a and b we did the right thing and that should be enough <laughs> you know what i mean we, we can go to the people and say we did or tried to do the right thing we didn't say let's let justice you know take a l because we want to make sure that we try to unify people who don't want to be unified tom they just don't want to be a part of the, the union, you know what I mean? <laughs> they've, they've tried so hard since the inception of this country to not be a part of this union. They're willing to take whatever flag is given to them. They're willing to, you know, uh, stay behind any demagogue, any demagogue that, you know, is just as smart as they are. And they're willing to, to represent and to try to divide the country as much as they can. And what you would do, not you specifically, but what they would do in order to keep feeding that fire inadvertently is to make this guy look like he's untouchable you have to take out the leader <laughs> you have to in order to reunite the country you have to take out Jefferson Davis you have to take out uh, Robert Lee, you have to take out your Sherman, you have to take them out because if you make them look like they're untouchable it, oh yeah, Sherman What was he on our side? <laughs> Yeah and <laughs> No it wasn't No it was Sherman Lee And Davis Those were the Those were Wait. the tri- That was the trifecta Sherman burned down Georgia Right? Yes Sherman burned down Georgia For the union Oh my god Okay no It was It was it, Lee... it, 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 In fact, No, was no about... but No but it was It was Grant McClellan And Lincoln Against Jefferson I'm sorry Against Grant? Davis no, no it was Grant McClellan And Lincoln versus um, Davis, Lee, and I, Sherman. I, 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 I promise you, my friend, so uh, William Tecumseh
0: Sherman was a general out, out, out in the West, and he was tasked with coming from the West into the South, forming a pincer movement with Grant, and uh, he was stated, stated in the South because he was about 100 or more years ahead of his time when it came to military warfare, because he said the best way to preserve life and win this was to leave nothing of the South standing but Chimney's and Telegraph, folks.
1: Hmm. Well, damn.
0: And so he <laughs> this was not the nice the man... national
1: podcast, man. I can't believe I just made that mistake. Yeah, but honestly, he, he wasn't made of the nice the man, and I'm sure if we can get... I, I haven't read his biography, but... What was the guy... Who was the bad motherfucker in the in the uh, Confederacy, other than Lee? He was a really um, there were uh, uh, other Lee... Uh, other than... Yeah, uh, the... the, 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 the
0: Hello. Huh? You had um, oh, I can see his face. Uh, mm. uh, there was a, there was actually a guy above Lee um, for most of the war. Because Robert Lee just uh, ran the army of the uh, Northern Virginia. But um yeah, Grant, Br- and Sherman were
1: actually took it home to the south. Man, see that's that's the that's the problem with getting old, man. Well, point. I mean,
0: you know, again, we, we,
1: we, you know, it's tough to be
0: revisionist in, in history. You know, <laughs> in, in, in some ways, he's a, history, he's a hero of mine for, for, for take, putting that away, for okay. ending that, and at great cost. But mm. I, I bet if I go back and read, read into his biography, he wasn't a
1: nice man. Oh, man. Jeez. Let me quickly change the really, subject, try to salvage this podcast. Um, I know you don't have much more time left. So if you could just tell me what your feelings are on uh, let's go back to Texas um, what your feelings are on not anything that Ted cruz has done but but how do you feel about the energy crisis that had been ignored for about 10 years about a decade in Texas and this direct result do you think it's climate change do you think it's just you know a storm front just got pushed there you know it happened this has happened this happened like a hundred years ago in Texas too so is this something that is just a natural occurrence that you know was a one-off or is this something that is a sustained um, uh, problem for Texas in the future I think it's probably a sustained problem I think I think
0: um, political ideology had a lot to do with this uh, and the deregulation of, uh, of power companies in that area. I'm not an expert on that. That's just kind of a blurb that I'm getting and I think there's probably some truth too. Mm-hmm. I think that we'll probably have some more storms like this. We're approaching a solar minimum um, which is going to cause the planet to get a little bit cooler in probably the next 11 to 30 years I think they're saying mm-hmm. um, where it's just a real nadir in uh, sunspot production and a plant up filling the earth it's a cyclical thing and It'll be interesting how, how that's balanced out with, with global warming, man. is pumping CO2 and other gases in, into the atmosphere. And I worry that with approaching the solar minimum, the, the uh, climate deniers are, are going to actually have some imaginary fodder. Um, so it's, I, I think that Texas is going to have to change some things in order to survive this. I think in the next few years that they're going to face some more, more like this. Um, and from a leadership perspective I apologize, I didn't I mean, talking about Cruz goes back to the question I didn't answer earlier which was about 2024 and really my, I just don't have a good answer I don't see clear leadership in the Republican Party um, it is, you know I think McConnell is, is on some real shaky ground uh, I think Cruz has just about finished ruining himself and, and <laughs> I, I don't see any more, many more viable options out there. Um, is the governor of Florida right now, uh, DeSantis, a Republican? He is absolutely you know, Republican.
1: He, yeah, he's. I mean, the worst, he, worst. he's rolled his
0: dice. He's he's rolled the dice hard on this COVID thing, and if he comes up right, uh, he might have a shot in four years. You, you uh, think, I think he has I, a shot for presidency
1: in four years?
0: It's an easy springboard to go from governor to president. As you have the argument that you have successfully been the executive of one of the largest states in the union, and top that off with the fact that it's real attractive. If again, if he if he comes out of this looking good, that
1: I can deliver Florida's vote. Well, stop because there's a there's a curveball. There has to be a very specific, and and you know exactly what I'm about to say. There's a very uh, that that's that's nearly impossible because the the guy that was just in office is still in Florida. So, <laughs> I mean, if you, I, if you don't think, disqualify that, him, then, I mean... I, he's not going
0: anywhere. He, he, I'm I of the opinion that he is done, whether he gets prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, mm-hmm. or they even pull back a little bit because this guy, you know, what do you do with him? He's got to live somewhere. What. He, he's got a lot of information even though he's an ignorant man. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, th- I, I think his movement's
1: probably not done but I think he is but his that's what I'm saying it's not so much him it's more so the movement right because I think a 78 year old Joe Biden getting into office for four years makes a little bit more sense than a 78 year old Donald Trump getting into office so regardless of his age prosecution um work ethic, whatever you want to call it, I don't think Trump specifically is going to be the person, but I don't think anybody other than Mike Pence can get an endorsement from Donald Trump and carry the Republican Trumpian party. You hear what I'm saying? That that portion of the Trumpians. I think the unifying factor is not DeSantis because he's in Trump's ass. I think the unifying factor between conservative and traditional Republicans and Trumpians would be Mike Pence. Yeah, the problem
0: is, you know, unless they have some real powwow in the next little bit, how Pence is not terribly popular with with Trumpites, mm. and Pence is also, you know, I think he's more of a staunch Republican than that, an actual Republican that got into that ate the poison apple and got into office. <laughs> I do think I do think he came out of this rather well, considering just. All, all, all the things I disagree with him on is, you know, he, um, the debate, he was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he actually didn't pout and stayed and handed and handed a peaceful transition of power to Joe Biden. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he did what was, well,
1: he did his duty at the end, I think. Mm-hmm. So, and, that, and that I, I think you're, you're kind of, we're kind of saying the same thing here. I mean, I mean, outside of Florida and what he's done for COVID, Ron DeSantis is in in beaten Andrew Gilliam. But uh, outside of that, he's very unknown. Now, maybe in the Trump circles, yeah. But he the the traditional Republicans would not stand behind Ron DeSantis for a presidential ticket. I, I just really don't think so. Okay, now, how, about, how about this? Do you want to throw pen from the top of the ticket and throw him in second and he delivers Florida? That would be the most That's dangerous, dangerous that would be cake. the most dangerous ticket in all of American history. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrifying that you just said I didn't even put that together dude you just said that that's terrifying if those two ran together as two alpha white males um, the traditional Republicans would back Mike Pence and the Trumpian folks would probably jump right on the DeSantis trail. and I think that that I, would be I dead. think you're right um, I think that I think I think shocking you with that's got to be my dismount. I have pulled up at preschool. There <laughs> yeah, it is, beat a dead. No, I uh, thanks for talking to me. I'll talk to you real soon. I loved it, man. Thank you so much. Of course, brother. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. to listen to today's interview i hope you enjoyed it i know i certainly did i uh think i was just i was just really nervous like you know i haven't like talked to anyone other than paper anchor in several months um so you know i was a little all over the place and and before you start judging me about my civil war like love like i haven't learned about the civil war specifically since high school and that was like a long time ago so uh, I want to I want to thank Chef Tom um, for definitely uh, having a great conversation with you today I hope to talk to him really soon Um, and I want to thank you all for listening to Full Stop